Blog Talk Radio. seldomly uh, now, but uh, we make it a point to do it every year in the hours leading up to the Oscar telecast, as it is Hollywood's biggest night. As I was telling Dean earlier, it's like uh, the Super Bowl for true movie geeks. Um, yeah, it's like discuss- our, uh, it's our, it's de- that's, that's definitely a great um, comparison. I mean, the Oscars yeah. are like... Talking Oscars is like talking sports in a lot of ways. I mean, it's it's ephemeral. There's there's stats and history to it all. But uh, you know, I mean, it's good not to take it too seriously. You know, yeah. I I don't think I can take it seriously this year at all. Why? Well, you normally take, don't. Yeah, I, I don't think I could take it that seriously this year at all because just some. Just the stuff I've read, and just the rationales for liking a film and not liking a film, and I really just have to—I had to really this year, probably, and like in my my teens and my twenties, I just had to really step back and say, no, I'm I'm not going to participate this year. I've just never read such silliness in all my life. Um, if we don't uh, pick moonlight, if we don't pick moonlight. Will never be taken seriously again, and I'm like thinking if you pick Moonlight, you may not be taken seriously ever again. It doesn't really matter one way or the other. Your mar- the industry is right now so marginalized as it is that I don't think it really matters who wins tonight. Um, but I've just never heard such silliness. God forbid you can't pick La La Land because if you pick it in such a horrible year, you know it does it sends out the wrong message. And I'm just like guys, it's just the best picture Oscar. Think about you just really want to think to people, it doesn't matter who wins tonight. It's not going to change anything one way or the other. Um, And I I just had to step back. I I completely understand what you're saying. I mean, somebody asked me a couple weeks ago, what won Best Picture last year? And honestly, I had to look it up. <laughs> Wait, what, but, Jamie, but let, what me, let me say Spotlight, this. Let me say this. Spotlight is a very forgettable Best Picture winner. I'm sorry, we, but it is. Oh, that I mean, was the winner? At, at, the, at the very base level, though, oh, God, we watch the Oscars I because I, I, mean, I, I enjoy the production of it. I enjoy seeing all the stars. I like seeing people get uh, celebrated for the meaningful work they do. Uh, it's not like it means anything in terms of raising social consciousness necessarily or quality of life, 
Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. And and that's the thing. I, I learned that lesson early on. I mean, <laughs> look, if you're you all you have to do is sometimes use the foreign picture film category just to realize, you know, like one year everyone's rooting for Amelie but no man's land wins or Hans Labyrinth and the and the uh the, the the lives of others wins. And not that these are bad films that won instead, just to show you how silly it is though, um how how wrong people's um predictions are or you know, the year everyone thought Eddie Murphy was going to win and Alan Arkin won instead. I mean, it just, and those are the good years. I mean, those are good when we have upsets like that. I do truly hope there are some really crazy upsets, but I'm not sure. But I just think people take it so seriously when people start talking about the social and political implications. I'm like, guys, it's a movie awards show. Please just take a breath. And, 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 you know, there was a time I would have been in that ballpark, but I just can't be anymore. I really just can't be. I just think, you know well, what? I well, want to see a show. I want to see mistakes made. I want to see people make yeah. fools of themselves, you know? <laughs> and, and that's fine. But let me ask you this, because I do think this will be the most political Oscars in a long time. Yeah. And, you know, I am of, I don't know, I, I see why they do that, because you have 30 million some odd people watching in the U.S., and others around the world, and it's a big stage for them to do that in. On the other hand, I do roll my eyes a bit, and, and I'm, I'm fearful that it will get to the point where people will think they'll be ostracized if they don't criticize politics in their speech. They feel like it's an obligation to do that. Can, can I make a suggestion? Not that anyone's going to listen to little old me or big old me, whatever you want to, whatever your, whatever, whatever your, 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 your big old me. You know, you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be facetious. I'm trying to be fun. Can I, can I say something? Considering the elephant in the room is no longer the elephant because he, he thrives on attention. He's sort of like Beetlejuice without a sense of humor. He needs to be talked about. Maybe I know this is this is not going to happen. I, have you ever thought this goes for the news media too? Have you ever thought maybe don't talk about him? Because that's what he wants to be talked about constantly. He uh-huh. Has anyone ever thought, and I'm deliberately not saying his name because I don't want to mention it. Um, you know, I'm just saying he thrives on this. He is the original um, attention whore. So let's not mention his name. I think that would be wonderful. I really do think... That would be wonderful. You do, unfortunately, the problem is that to the outside world, to the civilian population outside, they hear someone like Meryl Streep or someone talking, you know, saying something like, oh, God. Who didn't mention his name, by the way, in her famous speech. No, and that was the genius of that. That was, no one ever wants to, you know, some people have mentioned that, but that was a genius. But people know at this point, I just think, you know what, let's not, let's, you know, it's like, how should I say, it's like Grand Hotel. In Grand Hotel, war is the uninvited guest. The Oscars tonight, you know who was the uninvited guest. Let's right. talk about them. All right? That's, yeah. that's, that's my two cents on that. I hope that you appreciated it. I like and that idea. I just idea. made that up. I just made that up, that analogy to Grand Hotel, just on the fly. I mean, you can't, you can't write that stuff ahead of time, baby. I think well, it's definitely good, I, good to, for, for um, people who win to uh, – Talk about him obliquely as yes. as uh, as as Streep did. I think that's the best way. And I thought go. what she actually said. Remember, you know, with the exception of the, I, I don't know if you needed to go and insult football fans or, or that or that kind of thing. But what she said, what she was actually talking about, was actually really heartfelt. 
he made fun of a, a, a disabled man. And I thought that was a very, of all the things to talk about, I thought that was very noble on her part. I actually thought that was really well, good. Well, I mean, I, I, agree, I agree. I could, I could do without the political stuff tonight. Uh, but, you know, we the media has an obligation to talk about him. What the media shouldn't have done was talk about him so much before he was a candidate. Because they, that was a major I, reason why he was. Yes. <laughs> like, no, that's the, to, to the I, to the deference the media, of any other person that was running. You know? The media anyway, made him. that's another subject. Yeah. The media uh, made him. So, they can uh, unmake him. So the uh, nope. show tonight is uh, produced by Michael DeLuca and um, – Hang on, Michael DeLuca and uh, Jennifer Todd. Yes. Oh wow, Michael DeLuca, really? Wow. The first time Oscar producers, and uh, Michael DeLuca talked about wanting to. He really vied for the position of producing the show because he's always been a fan. And his, uh, like many producers before him, his whole goal is to make it as swift as possible to have it come in at or under three and a half hours which is a rarity, um, and he said the key to doing that, he's found, is to limit the amount of time in between winners being announced. So it's to eliminate a lot of the fat. For instance, I think the show opens tonight with a musical number of one of the best song nominees with Justin Timberlake. Um, so they're getting that out of the way right away. Uh, mm. So what, uh, you know... Uh, do you think that's uh, that's good? Are you expecting? Yeah, I, I, well, that's a good idea. Out? Yeah, I think that's it's a great idea. I mean, that's a good idea to open with a with a song nominee. That's that's a really good idea, and that's a good choice too. Um, but uh, you know, I've said for years that the way to shave some of the fat off of it is just to not have a not have a host, uh, and right. um, and I wasn't really sure. If anybody was listening, but it's funny, like a a few weeks ago when the SAG Awards dropped, uh, uh, I did see an article that finally, you know, in a major publication in in Variety that suggested that, uh, you know, since SAG operates, the SAG Awards operates without a host, you know, why can't the Oscars? Uh, And I was like, finally, somebody's getting it, you know, it's like we... I mean, you know, if it's—I mean, is anybody really looking forward to to seeing this host and his and his his, his opening monologue or whatever? It's just—I'm—I'm I'm not. <laughs> I mean, uh, what is Jimmy um, Kimmel, right? The, yeah, it's Jimmy the, Kimmel. I like Jimmy Kimmel, but I just don't. I, you know, let's look. Let's be very honest. I don't care who you are this day and age. It's just—it's just—it's absolutely. I mean, no, I think Jimmy Kimmel is a great choice, but um, I just don't – it doesn't matter at this point. Um, it just seems to I think show... what he's going to do is he, he's going to do a lot of audience participation stuff like Ellen did and like mm-hmm. he does on his show. I think he's going mm-hmm. to do that kind of stuff. You know, you could argue – I really liked what Hugh Jackman did years ago because he's a showman and he put a show yeah. on in the opening, you know? Right. Uh, but out, outside of that, you could you could say that the role of a host is kind of – superfluous anyway but yeah. they keep going back to a host because they think it's one of the keys to getting ratings is having a host of some noteworthiness on their show but it, the best original song that's what I hear Justin Timberlake's opening and then everyone else the, these songs are going to be performed uh, John Legend will perform the two songs from La La Land um, 
uh, Lin Manuel uh, will perform. Uh, Miranda will perform the uh, Moana song with his young co-star, I think. And then the song "The Empty Chair" will be performed by uh, Clint Eastwood. So I, I think it's going to go well. I would like to see that. Um... <laughs> he sings, you know. He could do it. Yeah, no, he can. Yeah. Uh, uh, me... yeah. Go ahead, Dee. Uh, well, uh, you know, I wanted to harken back to something that uh, that Jerry was talking about. This incredible backlash against, you know, I mean, I guess it would happen when it happens with every front runner uh, these days. It didn't used to, but um, uh, these days it seems seems inevitable. But uh, uh, the incredible backlash against La La Land and the. Boy, I've ha- been having some some real battles of words with a guy on Facebook who I won't I'll decline to mention his name, but uh, he, he seems to get have it in his head that that Damien Chazelle is, an, is personally an incredible narcissist and is uh, and has made a film that is emblematic of <laughs> its times. In that it totally plays to the Trump crowd. Well, how does this play to this? Okay. I, well, apparently this is something that's very. This is an idea that's very popular out there now. Like, I, uh, I, I assume that since Trump is such a polarizing uh, person, that the idea behind there's always like a whisper campaign, you know, of like mm-hmm. you know trying to denigrate uh, the front runners to influence the vote, and uh, this whisper campaign has basically said if you if you vote for La La Land, you're voting for Trump once again, Ow. and and the uh, the only way to prove you're not a Trumpist is to uh, is to vote for Moonlight. Well, okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> can I, can and I, I just if think I like that's... La La Land, I don't have a if I know La La Land's the wind, and, and you know what? I don't really care one way or the other, but La La Land is a fine movie. I don't have any ill will towards it. As you all know, <laughs> I liked it. I enjoy the. I wish I could have the experience of watching it again for the first time in the theater because it is, I think it is the experience of watching it on a big screen that is just so euphoric, if if you will. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, let's not, you know, I don't, oh, we might not talk about the film in years to come. Well, yeah, that's true of a lot of films that have won Best Oscar, you know, I mean. I, I, I'm not wor- I'm not worried about it. It was it's a good movie regardless. Um, it's actually. And there is a the backlash, so I really, I mean, my God, are they attacking Ryan Gosling in the street? I hope not, but um, well, I'm sorry for them. According to this, and this is not the only guy who said this, by the way. Uh, uh, apparently, the movie portrays narcissism in its two main characters. Uh, I guess uh, uh, this guy's uh, uh, the the notion is that. Uh, they're narcissists because they don't give up their their uh, careers for for love. They uh, they go on with their careers and uh, their love affair sort of suffers for it. And uh, a non narcissist would would 
would go the other way, would uh, yeah, would give up the career. And uh, so, their, and so I think, their complaints, uh, their complaints about La La Land, is that it's not an it's not enough like real life. But their other complaint about it is it ends too much like real life. It's, right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's just ridiculous. I mean, I mean, you know what it is. You know what it is. Here's what it really is. Okay, I'm gonna explain it right now. La La Land is the first movie. Uh, in 12 years, the first Best Picture frontrunner in 12 years to actually feature an actress who's nominated for Best Actress for the role in the movie. So it's been 12 years since we've had a Best Actress nominee who is in a frontrunner Best Picture uh, thing. I think this is like Hillary. Uh, Hillary Clinton level uh, misogyny. Uh, we're talking about a group of people who are, you know, if you're if you're 25 years old, you've basically gone through your entire uh, teenage and adult years without a front runner, uh, a, a female led front runner, best picture. Uh, and uh, it's an offense to a lot of them that are male. And also, it's a it's a vote against musicals in general, which make a lot of males uh, uh, feel uh, feel uncomfortable because of the association between loving musicals yeah. and being a homosexual. <laughs> and so, yeah. a lot of males oh, and, don't uh, like it. You, you will. You will hear that reflected in my closing medley tonight. But I will say that not everything is political, but there are some people out there that view everything politically. And I mm-hmm. think that's the difference between the actual reality of the movie La La Land and how that guy on Facebook is responding to it. It's not the Man, movie's fault. I hope he's, 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 Hooper wins it because I know that would piss off a lot of people. Uh, I really actually hope she wins. Um, and actually, what a, what a what a stark what a stark contrast between Emma Stone and Isabel Huppert. I mean, the complete, Huppert, I'm sorry, two Huppert, completely sorry. different uh, two completely different performers. <laughs> really, I mean, uh, one but is you like realize so, the Isabel so entirely Huppert. open. You realize Isabel Huppert when she is like <laughs> very ahead. A lot of it's very offensive to a lot of people that performance. Oh yeah, I mean people but, are really were up in arms that she won. I think did she win the gold? She won the Golden Globe, right? Right. Oh, people were furious about that. I mean, and she just won the Independent Spirit Award last night. I, you know, I I like the role. I like the movie because it's not the movie didn't turn out anything like I thought it would. Um, but um. I would love to see her win just because I do think she's one of the greatest living actresses. Really, has she I, ever been bad in a movie? Never, never, <laughs> never, never. Even at her most psychotic. You know what? You know what? Great. I wonder. I wonder if uh, a movie like uh, well, they remade it and it didn't make a dent. But you know, I wonder if a movie like the original Straw Dogs, if that came out and Susan George won tons of acclaim for it, if people would resent the hell out of that too. People get all very mm. sensitive about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, okay, we're not Adam in that era around. anymore. Let me, <laughs> up, let me pick up Adam. Hey, Adam, how you doing? Hey guys, how are you? 
What's up? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Hey, here's here's uh, the thought. I, I'm real. I'm yeah. I'm really thinking, Adam. You can address this first. I'm okay. really thinking Denzel's going to win it instead of Casey Affleck tonight. Yeah, I think so too. I, I really do. I, I wasn't. Uh, if you'd asked me two months ago what I thought about that, I would have said Casey Affleck. But uh, I think the heat is really building for Denzel, and I really am going to be shocked if he doesn't if he doesn't take it. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I think it's a foregone conclusion. I, I just don't I, I, see. I don't. I think I still think that Casey has a has a shot at it, but uh, I'm fully prepared to be disappointed. Can I? <laughs> I mean, can I be very honest? I I want Casey. I'd like Vigo to win it more so, but I just don't. I look. I love Denzel Washington. I think he's a great actor. I just think when he directs himself in these roles, they're they're not. There's something missing. Um, mm. And I also have selfish reasons, too. But I, I just I don't think this is a great – I don't think this is a truly great performance. I'm sorry. I just don't. I do, I think the movie's missing something. Um, I'm yeah. sorry. I just do. Me, too. I thought the, I thought the performance was good. Uh, I just thought the movie, just uh, like Jamie said, if somebody like Spike Lee had gotten a hold of this material and kind of – Taking it away from the from its stage bound staging, yes, I guess that's the problem. That, I mean, I agree. Yeah, that's I mean, the problem. It's not in the performances for me anyway. Uh, I think performances are all fine. They're doing you know great work with the material. It's it's just this is a movie. We don't go to the movies to see a film play, and that's what you're seeing for the first hour. It kind of opens up, you know, the last hour, but the first hour is pretty much just a film. St- it's he's just speechifying in his backyard. Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> I could do this in my backyard, and, and people yeah. would, and people would throw throw things at me. But I mean, it, yeah. you know, I mean, it's I just you know I read the play in college, um, and I remember yes at the time that you know I was watching the the producers roundtable the other day on a Hollywood Reporter, you know, much to my dismay because I do not like the producer of this film One Iota. Um, he's the scum of the earth in my book, but I watched it and. Um, <laughs> You know, no, Todd Black's a piece of shit in my book, and there I said it mm-hmm. on the air finally. Um, but and um, you know, but you know, he did. He even mentioned yes at one time Eddie Murphy was going to play this part. So think how far we've come. I mean, yeah, we've gone like we have the right actor to play the part. It's just the first half of the movie just does not. I, he does, you know, you feel like, hey, I'm watching a play. I'm watching one of those things you go see on Sunday mornings at Landmark. You know, when they those. Performances from the Met, um, televised. Um, mm-hmm. You know, personally, I don't, I don't think he deserved it for Training Day, but I, I, I have no problem with Denzel Washington being a multi-Oscar winner uh, on the surface of it, because you know, I really do believe, and I'm sure we're all in agreement that he's one of the best we have now. Uh, right, one of the best actors. You know, he's just, he's fantastic. Uh, but I, I also think the. Um, Fences is the most actorly movie uh, in a purity sense like a stage play. And so it would make sense that the two actors in it are the ones that are awarded, uh, especially in this year that's historic for diversity, the quest for diversity, and the fact that you know it's, it's meaty material. Uh, mm-hmm. And Casey Affleck is Casey Affleck is not as kind of he's a little harder to as a person he's a little harder to warm up to. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a little that little quality about him, 
and and the character itself is is very repressed, um, and it shows much by showing little. Uh, so I think and it's that's a harder not the movie, type of that's not usually the type of that's usually that's not the type of performance they usually award, unfortunately, and that's this is true. So, I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's it, it probably will go to the big shouty. Uh, loud performance <laughs> uh, where he's yelling throughout the entire movie, uh, but um, uh, it really should go to Casey. <laughs> I let's, mean, let's talk. Yeah, let's, let's talk about my, this. Uh, let's talk about yeah. this because something historic happened yesterday um, in the sound category. Is it mixing or editing? Uh, Thirteen hours is in. Is it editing? Uh, I think it's the sound effects, so it's editing. Okay. I think it is. Yeah, uh, they 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 rescinded mm-hmm. uh, the nomination for the guy that was representing Thirteen Hours. They're still they've still nominated the movie and they've replaced him with another sound guy on the movie, but this sound guy apparently he campaigned for it. He sent out emails to colleagues in the Academy saying, "Don't forget, I'm nominated in this category," and apparently that's against the rules. So they mm-hmm. did a, oh, a 180 yesterday wow. on it. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Wow. Hmm. Well, he's part of a team of four, <laughs> he's part category. of a team of four or five guys. So uh, um, uh, they kept the other four guys, but they they knocked him out. Uh, yeah. His name is wow. Greg Russell, wow. by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, yeah. man. Do you guys yeah. think that? Uh, do you guys think that they will? Uh, you might have covered this already before I got on board. Sorry, I was stuck in traffic, so I'm sorry I'm late to the party. <laughs> but uh, How dare you. I, I was just wondering. Uh, but I was just wondering if you guys thought that they'll uh, be able to get up uh, something in the memoriam section for uh, Bill Paxton uh, this quickly. Well, they can't. They, they can't, can't do. do first, first of all, hold on a minute. Uh, they can't. They can't do it because they've already did the. They've already done the the video piece. So That's they can't true. Go, yeah. They can't go back in. And uh, this has happened in past years where there's been a death and. Uh, yeah. A notable death, and and uh, yeah, they just you, can't you, go back you in. Can. To... They, they can. I mean, think of all I the mean, people go, they've left could, out that we'll talk about later tonight. I, I, I can go on. Pro, I can go on Premiere Pro right now and shorten one photo and insert his, and not have mm-hmm. to lengthen the music track behind it. I mean, so it's possible. Mm. Yeah, I was just wondering. I'm I'm curious about that because it's so last minute, but things. Crazy things happen, and you never know. So, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not expecting it, but I am. They, I might, will, they might mention it. I, I will. I will. Uh, they probably will mention it. Someone will mention it. You know, as a, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta remember they're gonna. They probably I, who 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 are they gonna forget? Is what we're gonna all be talking about. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I I despise it when people get mad at like. How come you didn't mention Phyllis Diller or whatever? It's because she didn't make that many movies. <laughs> or uh, you know, how how come you didn't mention Jack Klugman? Well, he was only in five movies. Klugmeister. <laughs> so. They forgot the Klugmeister. Oh my god. Yeah. The, the the real question is: Are they going to include Judge Wapner? I mean, that's uh, <laughs> uh, now. You know, my question is: You know, they're already searching for his. I mean, the, the nomination process for that. You know, those 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 hearings are going to be a nightmare. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're going to mention Judge Wapner and show show the scene from uh, Rain Man where uh, <laughs> Hoffman is. 
<laughs> wanted to see Judge yeah. Wapner. Uh, <laughs> I forgot all about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, anyway. <laughs> I you know it's it's going to be a really touching but memorial or should be a touching in memoriam segment this year. Oh, there's a I just, lot. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope that. They, Do we have any idea who's singing the song? Or I, I don't know. I, I hope, I hope it's not really uh, embarrassingly. I don't know. I hope yeah. it's not. They already did like "Wind Beneath My Wings" a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh my god. I hope it's not I think they that should do like playing. a. I think they should do like a really low key, like with mandolins and stuff, a really mm-hmm. low key version of "Stairway to Heaven." <laughs> Mandolins. Now here's Herb Albert performing Stairway to Heaven. Uh, no, I well, that would be kind of cool. Well, didn't, uh, okay, never mind. Did, didn't Robert Plant and Alison Krauss do an album to, uh, together? And she does yes, the mandolin. Did. Yes, does they did. So it's, <laughs> yeah. You get like a Mumford and Sons behind, uh, you know, oh, somebody God. like that. <laughs> right. That will yeah. kill several people right there. That's kill a lot of people on the spot yeah. team. <laughs> hey, if they're if they're really wanting to save time, they should uh, in the in memoriam segment they should have Sting go ahead and sing the empty chair during that, because uh, I mean just the title of that refers to someone who's you know missing and and yeah. being missed. I mean, that that would be a way. That, that's true. That would that would save some time. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't want to hear about people complaining about Alan Thicke being left out of the uh, <laughs> memorial. So we're just going to go ahead and say it right off the bat. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, please. But Prince, poor, Prince, poor Alan Prince Thicke, should definitely you know, be on right. there. I mean, because Prince made oh, a yeah. dent in movies in a big way. So Prince needs to be on. Well, there. he's an Oscar winner. Pro- so. That's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, and and purple purple rain was the major in the eighties. Uh, hey, and and David Bowie, David Bowie. Yeah. I oh, mean, absolutely. yeah, I mean both. Yeah. No um, didn't there's they... a couple of categories. There's a couple of categories that I chose winners on that I don't feel good about. Uh, let me discuss it with you guys. There's two categories. One is production design. So the uh, uh, nominees, maybe it's production design, maybe it's costume design. Let's go to costume design. I think that's the one. Um, Of course, I'm I'm having to pan down to it. Costume design, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is nominated. Jackie is nominated. La La Land is nominated. Hang on, I'm I'm trying to find the category. (laughs) I wasn't prepared for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, can okay. Uh, can you guys? Do you have that that up? Either one of you guys? Uh yeah. Um. So uh, it's Allied, Fantastic Beasts, uh-huh. Florence Foster Jenkins, Jackie, and La La Land. Okay. And it is Seems hard like to pick in that yeah. crew because uh, almost none of them uh, really conform. To what we usually think of as uh, costume design winners, which are usually, uh, you know, set in the past, uh, at really, really uh, 
you know, unbelievably detailed, you know, uh, period costumes. I mean, you know, I guess the closest we come to that would be maybe Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, you know. Well, my challenge, my challenge is, is that I could come up with reasons why each one should win. Um, and I don't know which one's reasons outnumber the other. I mean, La La Land's probably the, the head scratcher of the bunch, but you can look at the colors of the costuming and the, you know, and yes. you can make an argument for that. Jackie is the historical significance of one of the 20th century's most notable fashion icons. Mm-hmm. And the exact yeah, nature oh, yeah. of, trying to rep- uh, of trying to replicate that. Florence Foster Jenkins is a classic kind of period piece in terms of costumes. Same with Allied. Fantastic Beasts is the is the you know no holds barred like free imagination of of fantasy costumes, which are are favored many years to win. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the odds on I mean for me, what I was leaning towards is Jackie. But I can see something like Fantastic Beasts winning. Yeah. That's a hard category to pick, I have to say. I mean, uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I'm going with Jackie um, for the reason that you mentioned. And also, uh, there's something about the costumes in that that really stick out to me. Uh, uh, I, I find them to be memorable. Um, but, uh, you know, La La Land sweeping, I mean, it's not going to be like a 10 award sweep. It's going to be like eight. So it's got to lose, you know, six awards. Uh, and so, um, so I think this is probably going to be one that it'll lose, uh, I think that the colors uh, in La La Land uh, costumes are uh, are enough to get it the nomination, but I don't think it's enough to put it over. If it does win, however, it'll be the I, it'll be one of the first uh, uh, best picture, I mean, best costume winners to uh, take place in you know present day. Uh, very, that's very rare. That is. Got a really uh, good yeah. point. But I have a really important question about the immemorium. Do they do pets? Like all, you know, the animals in the, you know, seriously, like, the, like animal stars, like, die? Like, I've never seen one, no, I've never seen that. Like when Mike the dog from down there on Beverly Hills died, did anyone, like, do an immemorial for him? <laughs> I'm sorry, no, they didn't do one line. for. They didn't do one for Uggy from the artist, or uh, yeah, but you, can, but you know, know you know for a fact, dog, so. you know, you know for a fact that uh, when Nick Nolte dies, he's going to be included in the immemorial. So, uh, so I think that uh, they might they might make an exception for shag, for Shaggy dogs that year. <laughs> God, oh, that was a long way to go for that one. That was very funny. Man. Yeah, you got an audience. You got me, man. I loved it. <laughs> All right. Here, here's the here, here's the other category: production design, because it's the same kind of criteria as the uh, the costumings. I I, I, yes. I can see benefits to a couple of these, and I think it comes down to I mean, Arrival, Fantastic Beasts, Hail Caesar, La La Land, and Passengers. I think again, it comes down to La La Land and Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, I mean, 
Arrival, I don't really understand at all because, you know, it was just a bunch of tents with a bunch of stuff in it. So it's like, I don't understand. Like, it was, I, there was a house. Hackman would say the Royal Tenenbaums, you know, hey, it's just a bunch of, you know, kids who are dressed as animals. I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't really understand Arrival, so that's got to be out. And Passengers, I mean, uh, you know, the production design was one of the best aspects of that not so great movie, but uh, uh, but I, you know, that's not going to happen. Now, Hail Caesar, however, does have amazing uh-huh. production design. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, definitely, I, you know, I'd be happy if that uh, actually, if that, if that won. Um, La La Land is is again another unusual. Uh, entry in here because uh, it's all about color and not about not necessarily about the the detail in it or the uh, opulence of it so um, so I you know I mean both of these awards might go to Fantastic Beasts you know I could easily see that happening Um, right so, yeah, I can mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that because that is that is that film is the greatest strengths is the visual. So I don't really have a a problem with that. I mean, I'm not going to lose sleep. I'm not going to rail against the world tomorrow morning because it wins. Um, mm. Yeah, but, uh, so tell, but tell uh, me I, what would be yeah. what would be the and Adam chime in on this. Okay, you can start with this. What what would be the Adrian Brody moment? The the jaw on the floor. I can't believe that happened. Moment. Not to take anything away from Adrian Brody. It was just not expected that that win. Um, that you would be you know ha- happy with, unhappy with, whatever. But what can conceivably be that award tonight for you, Adam? Ah, that's a good question. Um, hmm. No pressure, Adam. Well, I I've guess, got one. Uh, one one for oh, me shit. would be would be if uh, Mel Gibson took Best Director. That would be that would be a jaw dropper. I I don't see it happening, but uh, if if that somehow happened, then uh, I, you would just have to pick my jaw up off the floor. So, uh, but that, would, that you, would, would be, you would you be offended by that though? Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, you know, he he is. A good, technically a good director. I mean, Hacksaw Ridge is, is especially the last half hour, is very have well no directed. I would have no problem with that. I mean, yeah. I would have no problem if he won, but yeah. I just don't see it happening. That would be... I don't either. But it I would be a jaw dropper <laughs> if you're talking about something that would just uh, shock you. Uh, kind of like, uh, for me, last year was when Stallone lost. You know, That was a big shock. I literally was just beside myself, right. and this would be another one of those moments. So, you know, I, I mean, but I would not be offended. I mean, I have no. I mean, I think I think it's Brady. Well, I'm not asking I mean, you what would offend you. I'm just asking oh, okay, you what okay, would okay, just be shocking. Sorry, I'm sorry. What, what would? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, like for me, I would be offended because uh, I watched Hacksaw Ridge last night and I despised it. So <laughs> I was well, like, oh, this this movie is so terrible. Uh, just blech. I hated it. The, but, well, the first uh, hour of it is pretty blah. You're right. I, I thought I will. I will tell you. Pretty... I will tell you that uh, uh, Andrew Garfield got nominated for the wrong movie. I mean, when you think of what he went through for Silence, 
I, I just think it's a much better uh, performance, actually. Mm. It, is. it is, yeah. Much better. Uh, yeah, yeah, either performance, I mean, but no, no, I mean, I, I Silence got shafted uh, enormously here. Um, oh, yeah. What would your what would your number one shock be? Potential shock be Dean. Uh, Jeff Bridges winning for supporting actor over uh, Mahershala yeah. Ali. Uh, yeah, I I still think that that category, uh, you know, and even Dev Patel, uh, you know, winning, yes. uh, which is which has become a little bit more of a possibility lately. But. Uh, you know, I mean, of course, I'm not the hugest fan of Moonlight, and uh, I still find it a little odd that that he's he's the you know been long uh, Ali has been uh, long thought of as the front runner in this uh, category because I I just uh, you know I mean he's good in the movie and everything but I just uh, I don't the role isn't isn't all there to me uh it's uh there's 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 not much to it i don't think uh and um and so but i, will I say think when he is, when he disappears from the movie you do feel it i mean there is an energy loss that movie that's true yeah. there there is an energy lost uh and mm-hmm. uh i think i think uh I think one of the reasons that that maybe that's one of the reasons that maybe the um, the uh, performance has been lauded because uh, because people feel that loss uh, in while watching the movie and uh, and you're wondering what happened to him and and so forth. So it's uh, there's there's something intrinsically in the structure of the film that that makes that role greater than maybe it actually is, uh, but. Uh, but that said, you know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, he's probably going to win. Uh, so, uh, and it'll be a, a big uh, moment because, you know, he's, uh, you know, uh, in addition to being an African-American, he's also a Muslim. So, um, uh, so there's got, there's this double, double political whammy there uh, that, that can't be ignored. But, um but uh, I I just don't think it's you know and anywhere. I mean Jeff, my, fav- my favorite supporting. Per- mm-hmm. what, let now? Me, before you go on to that, the the thing going on for Jeff Bridges is the fact that yes he's beloved. Everybody kind of mutually agrees that he's the man, and this is the one area where they could recognize Hell or High Water, which is a movie that they all really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's probably that's probably the. You know, maybe that in screenplay or the two awards that come, could come closest to winning, but uh, it's probably not going to win either one. But uh, but that movie has some powerful uh, has some powerful love out there for it, uh, and um, so you know it's possible. And uh, you know who who would deserve a second Oscar more than uh, than Jeff Bridges, who's who's been great for. Uh, Forty or fifty years now, so uh, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think anybody would go, ah! you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I personally like Jeff Bridges in, in that movie better than mo- most of the nominees. Uh, uh, and uh, but you know, my favorite supporting actors of the year weren't even nominated, like Tom Bennett from from Love and Friendship, or. Uh, 
especially Tracy Letts for any of the movies that he did this year, but particularly Indignation, which is uh, which is a movie that I watched again the other day and just uh, I, I'm doubly uh, bowled over at the fact that it's nowhere in the conversation tonight <laughs> because it's just, I mean, it, seems, me, it seems like such a perfect Oscar movie to me. Let me just say that uh, they're showing uh, the red carpet arrivals and uh, Kristen Dunst looks good. Uh, that's the extent of my fashion. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> no, she always looks good, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't see, I don't, she, I'm not, I'm, looks I'm very good. up by TV, but I've been saying that for years, but okay. Uh, hey, here's a here's a uh, thing I wanted to say. Another one of my predictions is that this will be the lowest rated Oscars in some time. It's steadily decreased in the past few years, mm-hmm. and I think it'll decrease even more this year. I, I agree. So Ratings wise, oh, yeah. No, there will be absolutely no right wingers watching. <laughs> we know that. Any 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 political commentary will be going on to you know going to ears that already agree. Preaching yeah, to the choir. It's not just that. It's just such. You know, most people have never even. Most of the movie going public doesn't even know. Don't even know these movies nominated. Um, yeah, I mean, they, the public, most of the public just doesn't even, never even heard of these movies. It turns out. Yeah. I mean, certainly, moon, uh, certainly something like Moonlight. I mean, they've all seen. They've all. They probably all seen. You know, Arrival. <laughs> no, no, they have not. No, they have not. Well, I mean, they they're, they're kind of a big hit, though, right? I mean, it, it, it yeah, it. Well, uh, not it, as big a hit as you think. I would have to say most of these movies, most, not all of them, but most of these movies are coastal movies. Um, uh, I hate to hidden say figures that. is. Hidden Figures is Hidden pretty Hidden Figures is your most popular film, I mean, yeah. in that regard. Yes. Yeah, Hidden Figures has just, has, has, in the past few weeks, has surpassed La La Land as being right. the biggest hit of the, of the group. Yeah, um, most people know that one. It's funny that uh, that uh, Hell or High Water, which really just feels like a massive hit, is still just a a little bitty movie. You know, if it feels like a movie that that if it were released in the 90s, uh uh it, it would have done huge business. Right, right. Um yeah. uh so I mean, it's definitely the movie that uh, you know that uh any right-wingers who are not watching uh would love. They would they would dig it, I think. Um uh, but uh, they probably haven't haven't seen it, and uh, yeah, and uh, and certainly you know uh, you know you Sasha know. Stone. Not to yeah, because I <laughs> I rarely agree with Sasha Stone, and here's another instance where I still don't. Uh, she thinks <laughs> she thinks that uh, Hidden Figures should win Best Picture because it's important. Mm-hmm. Um. That's her whole mo- modus operandi is to o- yep. only only go after movies that are that that uh, you know go, get behind movies because of their quote unquote importance. Uh, Can I say something yep. about her without me without saying? 
I don't think I've ever seen someone who's who is just such the epitome of white liberal guilt as that intolerant. She she is so intolerant of any any yeah. other way of thinking. It is incredible, mm-hmm. and I that really disgusts me. But Hidden Figures is a fine movie. I think the subject matter of Hidden Figures is so much more uh, is worthy of such better treatment than it was given in the actual movie. It's a little, yes. it's a lower mm-hmm. common denominator movie, which is it works fine on its own terms, but it's not in any way challenging or no uh, no. no no no. I like Hidden Figures. I think Hidden Figures is a crowd pleaser of a movie. I just this is not. I just don't like the way that she picks these movies, and then because not because she's picking movies because of the message, not me, the delivery system is not important to her. She's just picking them because of the message. And like I said, it's just like it is the epitome. It is a caricature of white liberal guilt at this point. Yeah, I mean, if that were if that were the criteria, then that terrible remake of All the King's Men should win Best Picture. <laughs> Sam Mendes yeah. Did yeah, 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 you're right. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, gets, it gets very frustrating. Well, I've been blocked from commenting on that site <laughs> by their, <laughs> by their, by her, by her second, uh, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Adams, I think is his name. Uh, the um, and he's, uh, He's blocked me from from uh, because I said uh, on the site that uh, uh, you know I'll, they don't pay this site doesn't pay attention to any movies about white men. <laughs> it just doesn't it does like them. I mean, period. And that that was enough to get me blocked forever from commenting. So, but uh, um, but you know it's true. Uh, there uh, that site is uh, is I'm not even sure she likes movies. No, I think she. I agree. This election. Agree. This election. Feel like, like social causes. Yeah. No, yeah, she's not. She really made a jackass out of herself after this election. I, I really think her behavior online. I mean, she did herself no well, favors. The problem I had was, you know, and I, and I, you know, I followed some of her stuff, and, uh, you know, throughout the majority of this award season. She kept on and on about the political stuff long after the election was was settled. I mean, there was nothing any of us could do about it. It was done. Yeah. It was over. It's like let it go. And yet, throughout you know December and January, which are prime months for us to be discussing what's going to be nominated, what you know, what we think about these things. It's all this political stuff that was yesterday's news. And it's yeah, no, you know, I agree. You're a movie Adam. blogger, yeah, for crying out yeah. loud, you're a movie blogger. You yeah, know? no, it's. What I started out talking about from the beginning of the show, she alienates, I, I hate to say it, but she just alienates people. It's hard to take that seriously, you know, because she is, she yep. gives, I mean, I hate to say it, but it is like she is this epitome of, of like, how do I, a lack of a better thing of why, of what people think of when they think of liberals and social justice warriors. That you you immediately cut to that. I'm sorry. That's what you do. You cut to her, and it's really just pathetic at this point. And I'm hurting and even everyone. on the level of being being a social justice warrior, she's not even really effective at that because when she has the opportunities, I mean, she she sticks up for women in film, right? Right. But 
but when a woman comes out with a movie, she doesn't report on it. Oh, not at all. <laughs> I mean, no. they, uh, one of the things that got me blocked was the fact that I was trying to let them know that there was a. This was earlier in the year uh, when the movie The Invitation came out, which is directed by uh, an Asian woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, how come you guys aren't talking about The Invitation, which is a really great indie movie that's out? Yeah. And they returned to me, uh, Ryan Adams uh, re- 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 uh, replied with, well, nobody's seen it, so <laughs> and it's only playing that's in exact, six theaters. That's exactly and I, and I why said, they should report on it. That's, yeah, why I mean, you, that's exactly what I said. It. I said, that didn't stop you from reporting on, say, The Fits, which is directed by an African-American woman, uh, mm-hmm. and it's a good movie. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, I mean, they're, they're just – they're not uh, – even on the realm of social justice warrior, they're not very complete about it at all. No, no, uh, they're not. It's, it's very – it's almost okay. very limited. No, well, well, I'm saying let, they, let me, they let me, fit let, a character. Let me play though. trivia. Let me play trivia with you guys, and we'll get off the crucifying others, okay. even though they are deserving of it. Okay, which studio is has the most nominations tonight? Fox Searchlight. J. Arthur Rank. <laughs> J. Arthur mm. Rank. I just made that up. I'm sorry. I hope, I hope well, you forgive me. Lionsgate? I don't know. Yes, it's Lionsgate. Good job. Oh, wow. Good job. Good, that's good. Wow. Good one, My head's that's you're good. really quick with the you're you're really quick with the Google. Uh, <laughs> next up. Actually, I don't have computer access at the moment, so Sure. <laughs> I I uh, swear it's true. <laughs> Just lucky guess. Who has this person is nominated again tonight. And he has the record for the most Oscar nominations without a win at 21. Who is it? It's that sound guy, that Stephen, uh, Stephen, what's his name? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember his last name, but uh, it's a sound guy. Uh, yeah, Ke- Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine 21 times without a win? Story of yeah. my life. Do they? Do they <laughs> does, at that point, do you even bother going to the awards anymore? It's just like ah, I'll go. It's a party or whatever. I, but. I think when you rent the tux, they give you a, like they like, say, hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know, we're, we're gonna help you with the bill. <laughs> it's it's yeah. on us. He, ch- it's he changes that, that he changes that whole uh, the whole obligatory phrase to it's just a pain in the ass to be nominated. No longer just an honor. <laughs> Um, okay, how how much is Jimmy Kimmel's fee for hosting tonight? Hmm. Well, that I've heard, but I can't recall what the number uh, was. $2.5 million plus um, <laughs> um, birth control pill payments that he had for Sarah when he was with Sarah Silverman. <laughs> and three, three swag bags. Okay, <laughs> three of them. Okay, I was wrong on all those. I will, I will like... say, I was I was rewatching David Letterman's opening monologue from decades ago, and uh, he had one line in the movie where he was talking about the actress nominees, and he says, "But uh, even the people that don't give the award tonight will go home winners because each of them will be impregnated by Anthony Quinn." <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, okay. 
uh, Jimmy Kimmel will make fifteen thousand dollars for hosting tonight. Hmm. Mm. That's no that's, than I'm that's a pretty me. nominal fee. Feels yeah. Like. yeah. And uh, and and he addressed this in an inter- interview he did. It really is like an incredibly thankless job. Um, but he said, you know, but it, at the same time, it's the the top of the mountain. Uh, you know, if you host if you host anything, if that's your gig, then the Oscars is it. I mean, it's, it's high up as you can get. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm still pulling for Louis C.K. to host one year. Yeah, that'd be great. That would at least be, you know, you could guarantee there's going to be some big laughs in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, for this. He, he appeared just for like a couple of minutes, uh, maybe last year, or and it was like the best two minutes of the entire show, if you ask that's me. That's true. That's, that's true, yeah. Um, how much? How much is an Oscar worth? Brand new. Uh, you mean just in terms of the medals involved and so forth? Uh, yeah, if you were a holder of an Oscar, Oscar just, just made. Uh, yeah, how much does it cost uh, to make an Oscar? Um, uh, it, it's it, it's it's something like three hundred dollars. It's it's like between two hundred and three hundred dollars. Is is that it? The value of the twenty-four karat gold-plated Oscar statuette. Is six hundred ninety-six thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. Get out of town! Six hundred ninety-six thousand yeah. dollars for for one award? Really? That's crazy! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know that it's uh, it's also silver plated underneath, so there's like a there's there's a few layers to it. So, but wow, that that really stuns me. Yeah. Um, but I think you're confusing. I think I think uh, uh, Marlon Brando sold his for three hundred dollars. That's that's where you got that uh, mixed up. I was I was thinking of the uh, of the worth of a Golden Globe. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. La La Land ties two other films for most most nominations of fourteen. What are the other two? Uh, Titanic. And um, and all about Eve, right? Right. Okay, yeah, all about Eve. That's right. Adam, this question's for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Who who won the most director uh, directing Oscars? Hmm. Wow. Um, goodness gracious, I'm drawing a blank on that. Uh, okay, Dean, this question's for you. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. It's John Ford, isn't it? Right. At four four wins. Yeah. Um, Jerry? Yeah. Uh, which actress has won the most acting awards? Oh, well, I mean, hmm. Um, I want to say Diane Weiss, but I'm wrong. <laughs> no, she's only got two. Well, that's that two is better than I have. I mean, that's that's a million and a half dollars sitting in her house right now. Mm. <laughs> so who would it be, Sammy? Who would it be? It's Catherine it's, Hepburn. It's Catherine Hepburn. Oh well, yeah, you that's know, what I, I mean. said. Did she get one for? She didn't get nominated for Grace Quigley, did she? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> when are they going to make that into a Netflix series um, with Betty yeah. White? I, I, I think uh, I think Grace Quigley came out and the Academy was like, we want our six hundred ninety-six thousand dollars back. <laughs> you can't write, okay. dude. You guys who aren't going to get this who, with anyone who, else. Uh, Dean, this is for you. Who has won the most Academy Awards, including honorary? Uh, Walt Disney. Right. Twenty-two competitive awards and four honorary Oscars. And including one of the most unusual Oscars ever, which he won for uh, for the uh, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which was a big Oscar and seven little Oscars next to it. Um, Adam, mm-hmm. how much did tickets to the first Academy Awards cost? That one, I have no idea. No, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Yeah, that one, I don't know. I'd, I, I'd say I'd say uh, $25. $25. Uh, One-fifth of that. They cost $5. Wow. <laughs> how, how that long was back was when a buck was a buck. <laughs> yeah, it really was. <laughs> how long was it, the ceremony? First one. Oh, it was real short. It was under an hour, yeah. right? Very short. It was because uh, back then they minutes. just uh, they just did it for radio, you know, and um, yeah. So they, they it was it, a it, uh, it was May sixteenth, nineteen twenty nine. It was at a private dinner at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, which is right across the street, like directly across the street from the Dolby, where they do it now. Mm-hmm. I, I walked. I walked into the Hollywood Roosevelt because it has it has a lore attached to it that Marilyn Monroe's ghost uh, appears in a mirror uh, down one of the hallways because she used to stay there a lot. And so I went there and I asked about the mirror because I wanted to see it. And uh, the manager of the hotel says, we have no idea what happened to that mirror. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Wow. Um, okay. What year – was the first televised Academy Awards. Uh, is it 51? I was going to say 52. Very close. It's 52. Very good. Okay. <laughs> um, Jerry, who was the first African-American to win an Academy Award? Would it be Hattie McDaniel for Going with the Wind? Very good. Very good. That, yep. See, guys, this is this is skills. This is a skill set. I do okay, know. now here, here's 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 a question: Who oh, was God. the first? Who was the first African American to win an Oscar? Who was not in the acting categories? Oh, hmm. that's a good. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know, man. It yeah. was uh, Isaac Hayes for Shaft. Wow! The wow! For Shaft. Oh. Wow! That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, okay, Adam. Adam, who, mm-hmm. what was the first movie to do a clean sweep of all the five categories, top five? Mm, I should know this. Uh, it wasn't Cuckoo's Nest, was it? No, no that there was, was one before that. Oh, it happened. It happened one night. That's right. Yeah. Okay, here's a challenging one for you, Dean. 
Let me figure out a way to ask this. There was a movie that won an Oscar 20 years after it was produced. What What is that movie? Uh, Charles Chaplin's uh, Limelight won for, uh, which was done in the 50s, uh, but was not released in uh, America until the 70s, until mm-hmm. I think 71, uh, and it won for its score, uh, which was also by Chaplin, so... Very good. You went above and beyond. You you just described the entire system. <laughs> um, out of all the here's here's some interesting. Out of all the best actor and actress nominees this year, which one of them has the highest net worth? Wow, that's a good question. Um. Uh, hmm. Wow, I have to. I'm going to look at the nominees here. That's a great question. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to say Meryl Streep, but I'm I'm wrong about that. But mm, mm, yeah, that'd uh, be like, that's a good. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? I mean, that would be. Yeah, I would. I would think so, but I think it's. Uh, I think it's um, uh, Denzel. It is Denzel. Uh, Denzel wow, with yeah. 190 million. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, um, how much does uh, the ceremony cost to produce? Wow. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen that before, seen that figure before. So, so this will be an education for me. I'm not sure. I can't even like hazard to guess. I mean, it, everything sounds either too low or too high. So uh, I don't know. Um, it costs about the same as a mid-level movie, uh, $42.8 million. Wow. Good gracious. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the uh, production of all of the uh, Oscars is put into that, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, is, I mean, I'm still getting over the fact that they're worth almost $700,000. I mean, uh, so if they have to come up with 24 of them or whatever, ah. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, I don't Jerry, know. Um, I think both of these have been re-rated since. But tell me the two movies nominated that were X-rated for Best Picture at the time of their release? Oh, um, um, would Midnight, Midnight Cowboy be one of them? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, God, um, and a Clockwork Orange. Um, You're that's right. good. <laughs> Very good, man. Very good. There you go. There you go, baby. There you go. You've 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 more than compensated for that Diane Weist answer. <laughs> thank you. I thank you. I mean, I, thank you. I'm trying, baby. I'm trying. Uh. All right, Adam. Mm-hmm. How how much does Hollywood spend on an annual basis for awards lobbying? Oh God. <laughs> Uh, it has to be in the millions, but good gracious. I don't know what kind of figure, low millions, mid millions. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 
10 million? Just throw that ballpark figure out there. Okay. I'll say 30. 10, and you're and, and you're right. They spend a hundred wow. million dollars a year on award lobbying. Wow. It seems like it could be done a lot cheaper these days. Just go onto Facebook mm-hmm. and throw yeah. out some awful rumor about some movie and then have That's to be true or anything. <laughs> it can be, yeah. You know. Okay, out of the six hundred uh Dean. Out of the 683 new members that were inducted into the Academy this past year, what percentage were people of color? I think I read this. It was something like 42%. Right? Very good, 41%. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, uh, Jerry, what percentage of these new members were women? Oh, God. I, 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 don't, even, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Tell me, please. Forty-six. Okay. Forty-six women. How long has it been since Mel Gibson was last nominated? Well, geez, it was for Braveheart. So, yeah, uh, at least right? twenty years. Uh, almost twenty-five years, years right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one years ago. Okay. Boy, what a terrible movie, oh. Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible movie. One of the worst. Absolutely, one of the worst. Can't say. Can't. I don't have one good thing to say about Braveheart. <laughs> Not one. You can't say that it's better than Passion of the Christ. You can say that. Can't it's, you? Got, it's got it's it's got a it's got an absolutely gorgeous music score. Yeah, no, it's, it's better than Passion of the Christ. No, no, there's no doubt about that. I mean, I I mean, I guess I would sit through it before I would sit through Passion of the Christ again. Although there are things about Passion of the Christ that I really like, like the photography, the the score, and the oh, makeup. Yeah, yeah. You just mentioned, uh, but, mentioned all its positive attributes and. In three seconds, but um, yes, that's that's about it. I, I I also appreciate it for being brave enough to uh, to be all in Aramaic. I think that that was an interesting choice. Um, yeah, that was great to force people that don't read to have to read when they go to the movies. I love that. That is great. I love it. There was something about that rebellious side in me that, you know, wants to go against the grain, and I loved watching people being forced to read at the movies because I, I remember all these people who had never, probably never, right. would sit through a foreign film, a film from another country, and they're just sitting there, just ah, just. I think. Yeah, I, think I, right. when I, I think that I think that most most people read during the movies now because they all text message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll never. True. I'll never forget going to see Passion of the Christ, though, when it came out, and there there was a couple sitting in front of me, and the woman read the movie to her husband the entire time out loud. Really? Uh, yeah. Did you not? Was and he blind? I, I, no, just ignorant. And, um, um, so, yeah, or illiterate, did whichever. Test? Did you test to see if he was blind? Did you test? <laughs> <laughs> he like throw popcorn in his face and see if he flinched or what? <laughs> So he was, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, there are people out there who don't know how to read. So, I mean, I, I guess that's the thing. We should have compassion for them. 
Yeah, I we get, should. Yeah, compassion uh, of the Christ. But there, there was service where they, they they if you were hearing impaired they give you head headphones where right. they narrated to you. Yeah, that's uh, Yeah. I wonder if they still do that. Okay. Final thoughts, guys. Um what you guys are most looking forward to. What do you think you'll be saying about the ceremony come midnight tonight? I'm glad that's over. Uh, <laughs> be the... No, I mean, you know, I enjoy it. I'm not, I, I'm, you know, I, I dig it. But, uh, uh, but it is kind of a slog. Um, I, uh, I hope I'm not saying, man, I can't believe Moonlight won over La La Land. That's that's oh, one yeah. thing I hope I'm not saying. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know, uh, but uh, it, it, it's feeling like that's, you know, slight a slight bit more possible uh, in this last week mm. getting up to it. But, uh, but I'm just... Uh, I'm hoping that I'll I'll be saying, boy, I bet all those La La Land haters are really up in arms now. You know. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I just don't understand that crew. Yeah, that uh, that Sasha Stone's having a fit now. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I I hope they do get political. I'm going to be honest. A lot of people that I've talked to, especially people that I at my uh, work. Uh, we had a discussion going on in the hall the other day about it, and they said, oh, I hope they don't get political. I said, there's no way around it. The the guy who's nominated for uh, the salesman, he can't get into he can't get to the ceremony. They, yeah. you know, it, it's going to be political. There's no way around it. So uh, I hope they do. I, I mean, I, I think that it's nice to see them shake it up a little bit, and and I like that stuff. But you know, that's just that's just me. So well, I think. Is- I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be saying I'm gonna be saying man I can't believe the ICE agents couldn't couldn't wait to deport Dev Patel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're gonna break Poor in Dev and Patel. send him back. Polanski Polanski will not be at the ceremony tonight. There was a thought that uh, I mean it was a thought that I had that maybe he would because his case was. A, the judge was supposed to hear his ruling for re-entering the states on Friday, but that was pushed back because I guess 40 years wasn't enough time to consider this case. Um, but uh, if he were to have attended, uh, I think he would have given the Best Actor Award to Casey Affleck. But outside of that, <laughs> the, the the last award the, of the night I hear is going to be – well, it was published – is going to be Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty. Reuniting from Bonnie and Clyde. Oh wow! Um, it seems Very odd good. that that leap. You think that that's yeah. like uh, just kind of like false, uh, false leaking? Maybe somebody else is going to present it. I think she's banning me too. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't. I mean, it would make sense because it's been you know it'd be a fifty year anniversary. Yep. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, it it totally would make make sense to me, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, it would be. I, I have to agree. I think that would be that would be mm-hmm. the highlight of the night. So, 
Yeah. I mean Agreed. that's the kind of thing that uh, that's the kind of thing that we tune into the Oscars for. I think is that is Hello? Uh, you know what was that? What was that? <laughs> yeah. Hey God. Hey God. I thought it was one of you guys. Hey God. We have a caller. <laughs> oh. We have a caller. <laughs> caller from a caller from a five one eight area code. Hi, you're on. Hello. So I'm on. Yes. Yes. Hello. This is Jessica. I'm very shy and nervous, but I'm calling because I'm excited for La La Land, and Emma Stone is currently my favorite actress. Even before I heard she was going to have the best chances of winning. Yeah. You you like Emma Stone? You don't want... No, no I was going like, to say, like I, I'm with you 100%. Because I think she should have won. In 2010, she gave two great performances in one year. And should have either won for Paper Man or Easy A. Yeah, I agree, by the way, with Easy A. Yeah, she, yeah me she too. It's good. She, she should have uh, She should have at least been nominated uh, uh, for mm-hmm. that. Uh, um but I loved her. I, I loved her in uh, in Birdman too. I thought she was she was good in that. So well, I like uh, Birdman, but the movie was a little bit emotional for me because I'm a struggling actress. Mm-hmm. So did you find a lot to uh, uh, to to relate with uh, with uh, her character in that movie? Actually, I haven't seen it. The problem is that. Before Oscars happens, there are certain movies I want to see, but I wait till they come on DVD, so it's hard. But I think I can relate really well. I'm expecting really great things. I'm expecting it to be one of the year's best films. Yeah, I think you'll like it. You'll find oh, a, yeah. you'll find a lot to uh, that's very relatable. Uh, uh, thank, thank, thank yeah. you, just thank you, Jessica, for. Um, for calling us, I appreciate you calling in. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Okay, our first caller in what? Ten years. <laughs> and a well, rare female voice on this show. We right. we didn't and get a female. We don't, we don't do live show. We don't do live shows. So yeah. Yeah. That's how it's yeah, that's true. <clears throat> we need I to thought, get a I female uh, voice into the show one of these days. Well, you're close enough, Dean. So, um, <laughs> thank you, Jamie. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we will uh, sign off uh, with our medley, um, and we'll come back uh, next week and discuss what we thought of the Oscars. Of course, by that time, it would be old news because the whole world would have already talked about it to death. Yes. But, uh, and I'll talk about it by death, you know, probably by like midnight tonight, so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you guys uh, are on Facebook, because for whatever reason, I cannot post crap on Facebook from my tablet. On, not, on my regular page, I can, but on my Movie Geeks, I can't. So, But you guys both have access, so if you have a thought that occurs to you, you can feel free to post it. Okay, okay. yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, I can do Twitter, so I mean, I'll, I'll be on Twitter tonight. So Facebook.com slash Movie Geeks United, Twitter.com slash Movie Geeks Unite. You can follow us on there throughout the ceremony. 
Uh, we're going to close tonight like we did last year with a medley I put together, like a parody medley. It, it really sucks this year. I had three days to do it because I didn't know I was going to be doing it by myself. So it's really awful. <laughs> but either what, way, you did all the – did you do all – how did you do the music? I found karaoke because it's supposed to be pre-existing song. It's like a Weird Al thing. Okay, yeah. So I just found right. karaoke cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very so good. I, 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 I would recommend not staying on the line and listening to it. It's pretty, it's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> so, Adam, th- thank you for joining us again. It's a great, great to have you on a non-Blu-ray show. <laughs> yeah, yeah hey, no, it was, it was delightful. Yeah, where you guys have me on. It's nice, nice to hear you where, where I can't sense that you're like rifling through papers trying, <laughs> trying to catch up. Uh, what am I looking for? Yeah, what am I doing? What am I or, or rifling through a stack of discs? I'm usually uh, uh, frantically grabbing things and trying to read out all the uh, extra features, uh, mm. <laughs> make sure I don't miss anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, everybody enjoy the ceremony. Me too. Thank you. And. Uh, yeah. Talk to you guys next week. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. Good night. Oh, my God. City of stars, they all come out on Oscar night. City of stars. This year they won't be quite as white Can't wait To see the winners cry and cheer And jump I'm taking bets on How many times they mention Trump The nominees for the best motion picture of 2016 Aliens have landed from far away Wanna come and talk it over Looking for a way to communicate How about a grieving mother looking for closure You'll be so confused the whole way through Arrival Science fiction that'll make you boo-hoo Arrival Adams is so sad she just lost her kid Or maybe it ain't even born yet She's trying to get answers from two big squid But are they peaceful or are they a threat? I only understand half this flick Arrival What the hell is going on with this chick? Arrival His world was filled with such despair Death, drug addiction Till they both breathed the same sea air Cheryl and his friend Kevin Together there on the beach Not really knowing what to do Till Kevin went in for reach And Sharon felt something new He kissed the boy and he liked it The taste of his cannabis lips He kissed the boy and he liked it 
hope this crack mom won't mind it. It felt so wrong, it felt so right, under the gleam of moonlight. He kissed the boy and he liked it. He liked it. I come from down in the valley Where mister, when you're young They bring you up to do Like your daddy does Now my family owns a farmhouse But the bankers want to take it away Now my brother and I will have our revenge Just come hell or have water We gotta steal to save our ranch Oh, hell or high water We're gonna rob each bank branch But we fear we may be done it Yeah, things may be turning south On our tails are a Mexican Indian And a lawman with a marble mouth Will they get what they're going after? Or will fate finally give us a break? Will my gun-toting brother shoot down another? Can you really only order T-bone steak? Manchester by the sea, a film that wallows in grief. Three children die in a house fire, and it all goes downhill. There's no relief. Manchester by the sea, it's so damn depressing. This film is so backed up with bleak and shitty regrets Like an emotional colonoscopy The talent that made this film They're not exactly jolly It's clear that what they made Redefines melancholy By the sea, will the Oscar go to KC? Through every frame of this great slot, he really shows he can act when he's not sexually harassing. Okay, we're going to slow things down a little bit now because, well, I have a little confession to make. I was alright for a while I was caught up for a while 
Then my schedule got packed Some movies slipped through the cracks Including one of these nominees I wish I could say I was able to see it by today But I'd be lying Yes, I would lie I hear it's good But I can't write this song And keep from feeling like a ding-dong For not seeing a lion Never do disparage times are tough in Pittsburgh, where poverty can lead to the more but love and marriage, love and marriage. It's enough to make you feel encouraged. Sure, they got their troubles. Their love sees them through the struggles. Try, try. It's just an illusion They, they know that only one thing can Destroy their union Love and marriage, love and marriage Here comes another mama's baby carriage Rose becomes so distraught And screams at Troy She rings out Troy she means Troy through rivers of snot. All we are saying is give Mel a chance. How many musicals are in? Before we can forgive a man's sins, how much humiliation must a man endure before he can be forgiven? What will it take for the Oscars to forget and concede their moral high ground just a smidge? They're crossing that bridge. Because of Hexar Ridge, they're crossing it because of Hexar Ridge. You can't succeed if you weren't born white Yeah, 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 yeah The fact you're a girl is another strike Yeah, 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 yeah 